It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen and sons of bitches of all ages, welcome back to the Comic Book Jerk Show. After a brief, feels like two-year, uh, what what was it, downfall or downgrade or what, what was we doing? It was Fat a hiatus, Daddy. man. You had some oh, shit, shit going on in your life. I had some shit going on in my life and we just couldn't get to the podcast. Let's just call it what it is, move the fuck on, let's do this shit. That's right, and we've we've brought back the man, the myth, the ultimate legend of Street Fighter Two, Brian Rosenthal. <laughs> yep. What's up, Brian? <laughs> yeah, nothing much. I actually just came back from seeing Ant Man tonight. Oh God, oh. we actually seen that too. So before we get I, into I, that, I, I think it's good nap. <laughs> I think it is a good time to kick the fucking music, Jack. What do you say? Dig it. From the flamers and noobs who were trolling the fans The midichlorian masterminds concocted a plan Before he had an emporium of Endorian L's And he was complaining about those movies starring Christian Bell Anime's manga mastermind returned again To reboot his new show with all his geeky friends Like the difference in Wookiees and Tribbles and Kibbles and Bits The story comes together like a reductor twist from Harry Potter Or maybe it's worse, you might even curse the jerk For reminding you that everything's worse In the back of your mind he says what you never could And you never should and you never would But he could so listen up, troll, and let's go. It's time to sit back and watch a comic book jerk show. All right, and that was the music that was inserted in post-production. <laughs> so let's talk about this Ant-Man that everybody keeps talking about. I watched about 30 minutes of it, fell asleep, woke up, there was a fight scene, fell asleep, woke up, they were fighting with a Thomas the Train Engine, fell asleep, woke up, and there was a fucking train in the car, woke up, fell asleep, and the end credits come on. Now, there's there's actually a funny story behind that Thomas the Train. They actually had to pay for the rights to use Thomas the Train, what? and there were strict stipulations about using the Thomas the Train, too. What? What? Are you doing the Stone Cold shit to me again, dude? What? You son of a bitch. Andrew, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares <laughs> if you saw wrestling in Florida. <laughs> Did you really? <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, they they had they had a strict stipulation that nobody could be tied to the railroad track if they, if they were going to use Thomas the Train. Out of all the stipulations, Thomas the Train could could not be threatening to anybody whenever they used him. <laughs> I don't know if that was an Edgar Wright thing or, or what that was, but it was a strict agreement. What you think, I'll tell you what, about? man, that, that whole explanation right there was more interesting than the movie right there. So, <laughs> What did you not like about the movie? Pretty much all of it. It was just really, really plain and boring and fuck, ah, just plain and boring. I mean, so, uh, what, what, there, there were a couple of inventive sequences in there, but that that's really it. It's it's where they threw the money at the film. Like anytime the film had to rely on its own sort of on its own steam in terms of plotting and narrative and this and that and you know performances and. 
trying to make you laugh and blah, blah, blah. Like all that stuff felt completely flat for me. I, I was just very, very bored and unmoved by any of it. I, I just didn't buy it. It was like, I gotta... it, it, I'm sorry. Aaron. It, it's, it's like they, uh, it's like they said, you know what? Hey man, we got, we finally got a good role for Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool and everybody seems to be really stoked about it. So, Hey, let's, let's get his, his doppelganger, the little mini Ryan Reynolds fucking, Paul Rudd, and, and let's make him a superhero too. And it's like they're trying to just <laughs> pretty much do the same shit again. Come on, fat ass! You didn't even watch it. That's like that's like saying Thor the Dark. You fell asleep in Thor the Dark World. <laughs> uh, I watched Thor the Dark World. It was the first Thor I fell asleep in. The you Dark also World. fell asleep. You also fell asleep to fucking Captain America because you said it's not John Cena. So fuck it. Uh, what? <laughs> What? <laughs> that was his exact words. I'm gonna go see this movie. I, said, I don't, don't want to see this fucking movie. I don't want to see the Human Torch being fucking Captain America. Fuck this shit. <laughs> he was as soon as he heard that fucking Chris Evans was cast. He was like, man, fuck it, man. They don't never give John Cena no good shit. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he's a wrestler, not an you actor. Well, fucking wrestlers fucking like Steve fucking Rogers. Yeah, Steve Rogers on fucking. I don't know, dude. Do you ever see that that old painting that Alex Ross did, where it looks like Captain America's got big titties? <laughs> no, that's awful. But I'm telling you, man, he looks just like fucking cap. Put the cap suit on him. I know you can find a picture on the internet of him wearing the cap suit. He looks just fucking like him. Bam, 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 bam. It's like it's like it's like our good old friend uh, Alan Alan Bellman drew him up, you know, big muscle hey, Alan, fucker. Shit, Alan Bellman drew him like a teenager. He wasn't no big muscle motherfucker when Alan Bellman know. drew him. He's a big muscle motherfucker is what he should look like. He's a super soldier. He's got a fucking steroid type shit that they gave him. So I mean, fuck. So so do you think Ant Man was doomed as soon as they they pulled Edgar Wright from it? Well, look, I, I'm one of those, you know, people that probably would have said Ant-Man was doomed from the minute they decided to make it in movie. But if you were going to do it right, it would have to be handled, you know, with delicate and, 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 uh, and, you know, artistic hands. And Edgar Wright would have been a good choice to, to breathe life into the, into the property. Um, I think I, I could see a lot of places in the film where his touch as a director would have helped with a lot of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought, I, I think Edgar Wright could have done a better job. I could probably name like a really long list of directors who could have done a better job than, uh, than Peyton Reed. But, uh, you know, what nothing, the hell nothing... Peyton? What has he done other than he's, than you know, nothing against the guy, but he's out of his league here. You know, he's he's a rom com director and uh, and and like a family friendly comedy director. I mean, I think he did a couple of Jim Carrey movies, a couple of rom coms. Uh, he he's not he's not the kind of guy to get your energy going or to you know to invest you in a plot where like there's a lot of moving pieces and and you know pacing oh, is important like. You can really tell. I mean, the this movie is, the is same... very, the movie's very, very unevenly paced. Um, and I, you know, I, you can blame part of that on the editing, but I mean, most of the blame you got to put on the director at the end of the day. That's the director's job. 
to take all the praise and all the blame, you know? Wait, this is the same dude that did fucking Bring It On and and the the fucking worst Jim Carrey movie ever? Yeah. Yes, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, man sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So I I he do, he does have some credits in Back to the Future. He did the live action sequences on the animated series. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and he also did a very special TV special documentary of Back to the Future. So he does hold that under his belt, but he still looks like fucking Andy Dick. <laughs> he looks just like Andy Dick. Yeah, nothing uh, against the guy, you know. I, I enjoy a couple of his comedies, but he's, you know, he's not the right fit for this kind of movie. And I think, uh, I think they went with him because they thought they would get some life, you know, out of the out of the film in terms of the comedy and and kind of you know use him to kind of make the comedy work, you know, and, and that's one of the things that didn't work at all for me was the comedy. I, I, I got to say every last joke, like every last joke fell flat for me in the film. I, I wasn't for sure that there was anything funny about it. Like, I, I agree with you there. It was kind of satirical, like, ha, 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 well, funny. It tried like, to be funny in a bunch of places, but it, either because the direction wasn't there or the editing wasn't there or the performances I, weren't there or the writing wasn't the only, there. It was the only time I felt like it was funny, dude, was whenever they, they dropped shit. They dropped shit more in this Marvel movie than I think I've ever heard them say the word shit. Like, shit was just a catchphrase throughout this whole movie. Yeah, there's a, they're, they're, they dropped a lot of S-bombs in there. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't know. That it, I, <laughs> I went into it looking for for a, a great movie just because I'd been reading the comic books and I like the comic books and the the I don't know I guess the chemistry between him and his daughter you know and all that shit and I like the mentality of the father side of stuff but it didn't capture what I expected from the comic books but it captured that fatherly essence like that was the one subplot that I actually kind of latched on to like I, I like the whole idea yeah, you know, I, I can understand that, what? you know, that that's something that would appeal to you because you're a father. And I can see how, you know, I can totally see how that would appeal to, you know, people who, who are sympathetic to that kind of plot line. But um, beyond that, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, I, I, I can say I've been waiting for Hank Pym to be in a fucking Marvel movie since since day one. <laughs> And I expected them to, to do the right thing and then fucking cast a dude from Firefly all up in that shit a long time ago. Because he would have been perfect. I mean, I think they should have started with, with Hank Pym before they just rushed on into fucking Scott Lang. Because Scott Lang has not really been Ant-Man for like the longest time. How long has think, Scott Lang been Ant-Man? A couple of years. I mean, not even really that long. I think the funniest part, like, um, I read Ant-Man Annual last week when it, it came out about a week or two ago. And it was funny because it made a reference to this dude named Egghead who was uh, an old old villain of the original Ant-Man. And he goes to pick up Scott Lang to help him stop uh, Egghead. And Egghead's making these... Uh, these versions of, of the Avengers and stuff, and they got this other guy who's uh, wrote a thesis on, on how to make these these uh, artificial intelligence and stuff, and they were going to put them in these, these uh, cloned animatronic Avengers bodies. And the funniest part about that was, was he was like, well, this isn't going to work. You're not going to be able to replace the Avengers. And the egghead dude's like, well, why the hell not? And he was like, because, because you've got a white Captain America and a male Thor. 
Like, how is that going to work? Like, referencing how, you know, right. the Marvel Universe has changed. And I felt like I felt like that when I watched Ant-Man. I was like, how are you going to fucking have Hank Pym, you know? And just, they pretty much just only gave Ant-Man, like, the original Ant-Man, like, I think, two and a half minutes on screen. Yeah, in and the then beginning, put, and then there's a flashback later on. Yeah, and then, then put Wasp in the exact same costume. And then you know I don't even I don't even know about his daughter being wasp in the comics like that was just totally like huh I mean it didn't have that 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 element of I, I wasn't sympathetic towards him losing his wife I mean I should have been sympathetic towards that but it was kind of like you know we don't even see her we don't even have anybody cast in that role we just put no, just any random just, female there's just a mention of her and you're supposed to you know make it you know, make an emotional connection based on them like name dropping the fact yeah that, you it, know she existed but uh very very predictable but that i think that part uh i, I couldn't really hear it very well because draco's over going <laughs> i think at one point I, I i probably threw about two handfuls of fucking popcorn at him and i was like he's not even awake <laughs> No, nope. if he don't if if he don't want popcorn, then there's something wrong. Yeah, that's how I felt through most of the movie. I wanted to be sleeping, but uh, unfortunately, I, I uh, stayed nap. awake through all of it. I had a real good nap. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, the, 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 I, I could I could I had a laundry list of problems with this movie. I mean, just to nitpick a little bit, you know, the sci-fi elements of the film, I, I didn't buy into them at all. Um, you know, when you're doing something that's that's fantastic, you want to do, you know, or, or supernatural or whatever the case is, you want to do your best to kind of explain a little bit of that stuff, uh, just enough so that, you know, as a viewer, you can suspend your disbelief, you know what I mean? And they don't do any of that. Like, you know, I'll, I'll buy that, you know, pin particles, whatever, atoms closer together, shrinking, blah, blah. Okay, fine. That's the whole Ant-Man premise. I'll, I'll suspend that part. I'll believe that. But then there's this whole bit where <clears throat> you're supposed to believe that he can communicate with ants. And <laughs> that just, I, that just sounds like the, way, the most horrible fucking plot. On a I got to be honest way, with you. Did anybody it's, notice it's, the cameo there? What cameo? What, the ant from uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was in that movie. <laughs> what? They recycled some Disney shit. <laughs> no, but seriously, man, by the time they got to the fucking talking to the ants shit, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm checking out. This is uh, this is just too much stupidity for me. Like, it, when I first heard about that part of the you know the film, because I'm not that familiar with the character from the comics, to be honest. When I first heard about that element, I was like, man, it's going to take some clever writing for that not to be stupid as shit. And sure enough, there was no clever writing, and it was stupid as shit. No. <laughs> like, what's, what's stupid as shit is Drax said there was a cameo with the ant from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and I'm Googling the fuck out of that. Like, whoa, really? He's <laughs> fucking full of shit. The only thing I could find was Ant-Man... Ant-Man star meets you, you'll have star to, you'll have to excuse him, kids. Brian. He's not old enough to recognize that reference like we are, brother. No, I am, dude. I, <laughs> I remember, honey, I shrunk the kids, and honey, I blew honey, up I the baby or whatever. Fuck it. Are you kidding? Do you not Nobody remember knows. them riding the fucking ant? Are you kidding me, man? I was around yeah. for that. Yeah, that was, that was a ride around in our air, Drax. I'm talking about yeah. Aaron wasn't around for that. Yeah, I was. 
Yeah, but I was there. You was. I was there for that and the sequel. No, I want to say I was like eight. Yeah, I think I was like seven or eight years old when that came out. Yeah, me and Brian, we're we're kind of the same age here. Sorry, old man's talking out of turn. <laughs> Shut up, fat ass. <laughs> Quit insulting our guests. It, yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids to come out in 89, so I must have been watching on VHS for years. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, and I've got a little bit of a problem the way things are going right now on the Internet. You know, I, I, I kind of do. Um, I'm not liking this whole, like, and, you know, of course, this is just part of the, you know, part of the Internet and part of what it is. But there's a lot of this bandwagoning crap going on right now. And, uh, you know, people just people just love adding their 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 voice to the pool of voices. And, and especially when it comes to agreeing with the rest of the voices, just so you can be part of a fancy club, you know. And in this case, <clears throat> the two clubs that I'm speaking of specifically are, one, the fucking ant-man is a good movie club which all the reviews would have you believe that it's a really really good movie and i'm taking the stance that it's really 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 not it's 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 a really really barely okay movie and i i i can't i couldn't recommend it to like an adult friend of mine you know kind of thing i can maybe maybe recommend to like to some kids that's what i'm saying maybe maybe if you're a teenager and you've never read a comic book in your life it would be a good movie. Kind of yeah, like, it, it definitely like don't movie was for us. You know what I mean? It definitely don't fall in that that category of. Uh, I think it was of comic book transitions very well. No, I don't think it's. I think it's probably Marvel's second worst film, next to Thor two. I, I I think it's a pretty pretty not good film. Uh, but that's part one of my, <laughs> my my issue. Part two is that there's this tirade of fucking negative reviews that have fucking trashed the hell out of uh, Pixels, which I happened to go see, and if you believe the fucking reviews, Pixels is the worst movie ever made, and there's not a single laugh in it, and it's a piece of shit, and blah, blah. You know what? I saw Pixels, and it was a hell of a lot more entertaining than Ant-Man, in every way possible. We're going to go see Pixels this weekend, actually. That's a good idea. I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm being totally honest with you guys. Like, you go, if you go and you read the reviews for Pixels, there are reviews that trash other people's reviews if they're not being negative. It's like there was this whole article I read on like how like somebody ruined the the zero percent rating on on Rotten Tomatoes with a good review. It's like that tells you the mentality right there. It's like oh, this fucking guy gave it a good review. No, you're not part of the cool club. We wanted to keep it at zero because that's the cool thing to do. Fuck you, like. Think, well, it seems like like the cool thing to do to bash fucking Adam Sandler. That's what like, it is. That's like exactly I, what it is. Is it? It's because of Adam Sandler that this movie's getting the hate that it's getting. And I, you know what? I don't even know. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't do anything like that. I think he said something vaguely sexist or or something like that. I mean, for God's sakes, he's Adam Sandler. The guy, pretty much, his whole career is is fucking based on being juvenile. You know, like. But anyway, you know, I you know, I haven't seen an Adam Sandler movie in probably fucking ten years, if not more, right? I went into this movie just expecting nothing. I was like, whatever. If it's funny, if it's you know, great, if it's a piece of shit, whatever, 
I'm going to check it out. The preview looked interesting to me. But it's got that nostalgia to it, man. Old school video games, man. That's just a fucking perfect plot, man. No, that sounds a hell of a lot better of a plot just talking out loud about it than it does a dude talking to a bunch of fucking ants. It's a lot more fun than than a dude talking to a bunch of ants. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a hell of a lot more fun. And it's funny. Like, people are fucking, if you read the reviews, people are saying that there's not one funny bit in it and it's all fucking flat. Dude, I laughed a fucking good number of times in that movie. It was, you know, like the way the way I look at that movie was it tried to be Ghostbusters for like our generation or the generation right 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 behind us who grew up with those games in the arcades, <clears throat> and you know, for, you know, for kind of like modern modern audiences and stuff. And it wasn't Ghostbusters, not even close to it, but it was closer to Ghostbusters too. And I love Ghostbusters too, so I'm giving it a fucking thumbs up. Like, it's not an amazing movie, but it's a pretty fucking entertaining movie, you know? And uh, I, I'm really pissed off that all the reviews and everything, all the critics online are just fucking, they're, 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 all they want to do is jump on that bandwagon and, and toss as much hate as they can towards the film when it doesn't deserve almost any of it. And it's a real shame. Well, you want to want to know a fucking shitty movie is going to be the Emoji movie. Did you hear about the huge fucking... Get like, out of here. Of, yeah, man. Sony Sony bought the rights to do a fucking movie about emojis. And like all these different no. studios, Warner Brothers and fucking uh, uh, Paramount and fucking every fucking studio had been having a bidding war on who's going to make the movie. No. A fucking movie about emojis. No. Hey, we got to go back for a second. We got to go back for a second. So... Uh, Apparently, I'm sorry I don't surf the internet like Aaron does, but uh, so there's hate on Adam Sandler because of a remark that he said that was vaguely sexist. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. It wasn't it? Wasn't something to do with that oh, movie about? Fuck, uh, man. Indian? Hey, Aaron. 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 What? What? You're gonna have to start shutting the fuck up, dude, because we're done before we even get started. If that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we don't really talk about being sexist very much. No, you're, that, you're, uh, you're pretty sexist. That's because I'm sexy and I know it. <laughs> sexy, yeah, no, no way. But I don't know. I'm reading a review right now. It says it's the best Adam Sandler movie in fucking six years. You're but reading then it, probably one of the but, only good reviews on the internet. No, right no, that's not that's not all. Right below it, it says which isn't saying much. <laughs> there you go. See. Even even something that leads you to click on it to think it's a good review bashes it. But was it? Wait, was Pixels directed by fucking the same dude that did X Files? No, Pixels was directed by the same dude who did uh, Mrs. Gratfire and Home Alone. Gremlins and the first Gremlins, Goonies, Chris Columbus. Yep. Adventures in Babysitting. Oh yeah, this guy. No wonder it was fucking good. Dude, it's a decent fucking. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's great, but it's good. It's fucking. Oh, Drake. He also directed Home Alone, which uh, is coming this Christmas as a uh, Roy Thor's cousin review. Well, don't go <laughs> we, and ruin it all before it happens. Yeah, we were we were talking about ideas of uh, what we're gonna do for a holiday special this year, and we got to thinking Home Alone Two would be epic. <laughs> it would be an epic review. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. 
I mean, it's going to take a lot, Drac. You've you've got a lot of work to do to, if you ever want to trump that uh, that Roadhouse review. That was that was epic. Talk. Now, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do a Roadhouse review. Yes, you did. I didn't do a Roadhouse review. Roy, Roy did it. Hey, you know what? There's there's a little bit of buzz about how this Roy character somewhat resembles me, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's I don't know what you're talking about, man. I, well, moving moving on, we we've we've missed out on talking about this, but I think it's Batman versus Superman trailer time. No, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to hear Brian bash trailers because I got a real big hard <laughs> on for this trailer. <laughs> Dude, who could not have a hard on for this trailer? Even if you dislike the direction that they're taking, I'm telling you, dude. When, when Batman. Man, it was over. No, dude. When it was over for me and I fucking had to change my pants is when he shot his grappling hook and jerked away off that grappling hook like old school Batman the Animated Series. It was like, oh, it is on. If we see more of that, dude, that's something that I don't think we've we've seen in a Batman film is, is him fucking ninja-style grappling hooking off shit, man. Like swinging through the city. I mean, yeah, sure he can glide and shit with his cape and Batman Begins, but he only does it like one time. And that's throughout the whole trilogy, right? Like, like does he fly? Uh, he uses his grap his grappling shit like a few times in the uh, in the first one in Batman Begins. Yeah, man, because he gets old Harvey Dent. Ain't, ain't that Harvey Dent? Or is that Bullock? That's Bullock. He gets Bullock upside down, hangs him upside down, and tells him to eat when he's eating the falafel and shit. Yeah, but I I mean like like the way that we've seen it in Batman animated series, he's swinging through the city, man. Well, the reason and you ninja style, acrobatic. The like. reason you don't typically see that is because the physics behind it make no sense. <laughs> uh, they, like. They do it a little bit with with Spider Man. They can get away with it a little bit more, but the way characters are depicted swinging, like whether it's like Batman or Spider Man in the comics, like the the physics of it make absolutely no sense. Um, you know, like you'll go and you'll uh, like ever play you ever play any of the Arkham games? Oh yeah. Yeah, right. we've, we've burnt that up. So you go, you go, and you shoot a you shoot your grapnel hook, and you'll you'll diagonally ascend towards the surface that you hooked onto. When in reality, even if that thing was pulling you in, you'd first smash into the wall. <laughs> you know, like it, there's 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 certain physics about it that don't lend themselves to a live action portrayal and they just work a lot better on a uh, drawn on paper. Um, but we'll see. Well, you know, that, that's my reasoning for why they haven't done it that much, uh, in the films, but we'll see how it plays. And, uh, well, what did you think about the trailer? Like the direction they're going with it and shit. Well, it explains the premises yeah. of the movie. Mm. Yeah, Brian, how'd you feel about it when you first seen it? I think it was a much better trailer than the first one. Yeah. That, that first one was, that was a touch too much. Well, they, I mean, they shouldn't. They should have knew he was gonna. That was gonna be something that fucking fans would be ripping apart. I'll, I'll say this much: it looks really, really, really cool. Well, I mean, I just like the fact that the action, that the trailer actually kind of shows the premises of the movie. Because the whole time I've been wondering to myself, why the fuck are they fighting in the first place? 
and it, and right. it kind of goes into what what all the criticism says about the uh, Man of Steel movie about how much destruction was in that movie. And you know, and that's you know, in the trailer it shows him taking down uh, one of the, one of the Wayne Towers. What was it, Wayne Financial or something like that? Right. Yeah, it was right. one of those. And right. which causes Wayne, which causes Batman to to come out of retirement. Hint, hint. Uh, Dark Knight Returns. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and to me, man, that just I don't know, man. I my my nipples I, was able to cut diamonds after that. I just all I I'm just say. wondering. I'm just wondering, are we getting the is that going to be the Bat Cave, or is that some place that's that's sanctioned in in Metropolis? Because we know we know from playing the Arkham games and shit, and reading the comic books, and watching the fucking animated oh, he's, series. He's got hold up that, everywhere, man. He's uh, yeah, he he does. He's got hold ups everywhere. So I wonder if that's just another hold up, or if if you know if that's even really the Robin suit. Maybe that's just a a replica of it put in the bat, you know, in one of his places just to remind him. Yeah, no, it probably is the Robin suit. I don't think they 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 probably they probably just take that right from the comics and did it, you know. did it not look like it was bronzed over or something? Yeah. like that's what confused me. I was like, if this is the Robin suit, it has like to be is, the it, is it? On it? It's yeah, lighting. like uh, yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder likes to use something called bleach bypass. It's a it's it used to be a chemical process. They're probably doing it digitally now though. Uh, but it, it can it can make things look or appear more metallic and reflective and things like that and uh, that uh, that's it's probably a, you know a combination of the color grading and the lighting that makes it look that way. I'm just glad they got the fucking suit right because uh, I was worried it was going to give us some stupid fuck up like no not not the Batman suit but the Robin suit. I figured that we were going to get something stupid like a. Uh, like I don't know everything. Everything from the Nolan trilogy. I hated that bad suit. Like honest to God, really thought it was just the most awful looking fucking thing. I Even liked when it they a gave lot, him, actually. Like well, when they they gave him another helmet, I was just like, oh. I don't know that first one. Like he just, I don't know. There's something about his cow that is just too fat on his little tiny. Oh man, body. it was his fucked up looking chin. Well, that that could be like it too. Got Down syndrome with his lisp when he talks. <laughs> but I, but I, I know you can look at fucking pictures of Ben Affleck, and he looks just like fucking Bruce Wayne right out of the comics. So I mean, it's it's wild that that Snyder actually said, "Well, let's get Ben Affleck to do it." Like that's one of those things. It's like, but I mean, they've been talk they've been talking about it for years, though. Like I'm surprised that you know they've been talking about having Ben Affleck direct a fucking DC movie for forever. So I mean, it's you know he had his his fucking hooks in the fucking claws and whatever in the backs of somebody from Warner Brothers. Yeah, I got no problem with Affleck. I didn't have a problem when they announced it to begin with. Affleck's been since the beginning of his fucking career, like not the beginning beginning, but you know, like ever since Goodwill Hunting, like he really proved that he's, you know, and increasingly so even more in the last several years, you know, as a director, you know, he's he's proved himself like I, I didn't understand all the hate every you know everybody was throwing his way when he was announced as uh as uh bruce wayne batman i i thought that was stupid i think that's i mean he had his own he he was like one of the only celebrities i know that has an actual bat cave which or you know like a secret fucking room in his house yeah i uh yeah i i, I totally support that casting choice i'm fine with it i mean personally i would have loved to 
Like, I would have loved to have seen them do, like, the Dark Knight Returns with, like, Clint Eastwood 15 years ago, but that's just me. <laughs> I, I still want to see a Batman Beyond movie. I think it would be that epic. Would be bring, awesome. back, bring back Michael Keaton and let him be old Batman. No, I mean, that. I keep saying Clint Eastwood. I, I, if you're going to make him an old Batman, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty epic, too. Now, there is something I wanted to talk to you about, Brian, because I, I think me and you are probably the, one of the few people that watch the uh, What Happened to Superman Lives documentary. Yeah, I've seen it. And I was, I was curious, like, did you not think that fucking Tim Burton barely said anything about the movie? That's Tim Burton, though. He's very... He's very... He's just weird as fuck and eccentric. That's that's Tim Burton. Like he actually he actually seemed like he was really emotional about it though. Like like he didn't want to talk about it because it fucking pissed him off and broke yeah. His heart. I mean you of course you know I mean it's a project that he invested it probably a solid year into if not more you know that it was a you know, major part of his of his life and it fell apart and you know I'm sure that it's it's a little bit of a sore spot for him but. I thought he was, you know, he was an all right champ talking about it and stuff, you know? I think it would have been a really interesting take because, I mean, he did say it would be the, the, one of the most different movies than he's ever done because most of his stuff was done in the dark, but he was going to try to bring this one to light. But that movie just seemed like, even watching that documentary, it seemed like that whole movie was a clusterfuck from beginning to end. It, it seemed like it was not going to be a good movie ultimately. Like I think, I think it was, I think it was interestingly put by, I forget who it was in the documentary, but they basically, they summed it up nicely. They're like, I'm not sure it was going to be a good Superman movie, but it would have been extremely interesting and visually, you know, and visually, obviously it would have been very, very, you know, very, very interesting. You know, Tim Burton doesn't do stuff that's not visually interesting, but Chris uh, Rock is, as as Jimmy Olsen, man, that would have been weird, but cool as shit. Because he would have made, made an awesome Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, Chris Rock being Jimmy Olsen is uh, no weirder than Nicolas Cage being Superman. So, you know. <laughs> that is true. I, I got no problems with that. Um, I, I think they... That that would have been that would have been pretty cool. I like I liked how uh, how he put it and uh, he rubbed it in Kevin Smith's face. I guess who's gonna be Jimmy Olsen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's pretty nuts. The whole story behind that movie. I mean, I, I would have loved to have seen it just to see what they would have done with it. But I think that was around the time Tim Burton was starting to lose his. Uh, his touch was in like the mid to late nineties, like around the Mars attacks era, you know? Uh, yeah, after, after Mars attacks, things kind of got, it kind of just was like, Hey, if we've got a storybook character, let's make Tim Burton direct it. Let's have him fuck up Alice in Wonderland. Let's do it. Yeah. He, he, he just, I don't know. Maybe it's that I got older or maybe he, his movies just got worse, but, you know, that was definitely the beginning of the end was the late 90s. And I, I don't think Superman would have fallen into the category of his better movies. You know, even though it would have been very, you know, ama- you know visually very amazing, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no, it was a cool fucking documentary. I really enjoyed it. That's all right. We're getting a Beetlejuice, too. That's all that matters. Why? I just think it's it's weird, man. If you look back at the Tim Burton movies, you're like, uh, fucking Planet of the Apes. Okay. Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Dark Shadows. Uh, 
<laughs> pretty much everything after like Mars Attacks was, I you know I did like uh, I did like, I like Big Sleepy Fish. Hollow. Big Fish, yeah, I big, liked. Yeah, Big Fish. I, I I go back and watch it sometimes. I'm like, I I can't really believe this is a Tim Burton movie. Because the only time you really feel like it's a Tim Burton movie is when shit starts to get weird. Then you know. But whenever everything else is going on, it's kind of like that's kind of cool. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I thought it was a really. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Big Fish, and then he has a he has another movie that came out recently that I hear was good, but I haven't seen it. Uh, Big Eyes. About, yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think that Superman movie probably also would have been one of his not better movies, but. Uh, we'll uh, we probably we, we probably would have all watched it and been like, "This is the best movie ever," because we didn't. He would have, have found some way to put fucking. Johnny Depp in it, though. Uh, I don't think they were working together back then. Oh, no, they were. They were. Sleepy John, Hollow. John, Johnny but, Depp's been in as many fucking Tim Burton movies as fucking Ben Affleck's been in Kevin Smith movies, so. That's true. It's true. It's true. But, uh... Now, let's let's talk about another sleeper fest, because I fell asleep during it twice and maybe you can give me some more resolution on what the hell the plot is and what the fuck is going on but i fell asleep twice through terminator genesis i cannot get through it i hate wasted it. money I, I hate that movie wasting money on fucking tickets and can't fucking make it through it you know they, i don't know what the fuck was going on with that but i, know, I mean you fucking stream that shit what <laughs> i said you streaming that shit you're a fucking streamer but I mean, what the hell is what the hell was going on with that, man? I don't I, I don't get how they they're gonna fucking they keep doing Terminator movies and don't even fucking try to even ask Edward Furlong to be a part of it. Well, I think they keep trying to get Edward Furlong each time, and he's just addicted to a different drug each time they come to him. Uh, <laughs> well, he like, oh, he would have been perfect then. <laughs> What's that? They that would have been perfect. I mean, they could fucking CGI fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking CGI Edward Furlong. No, I mean all they got to do is CGI the bags out from under his eyes, and you should be fine. It's uh, it's like it's like they can fucking make Terminator Three without Edward Furlong, but yet he can go make a fucking shitty crow movie. And I mean, he wasn't on drugs in. Well, he must have been on drugs because he did a uh, fucking crow movie. I think <laughs> with, uh-huh. with David Boreal Ellis or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, no, it's Terminator Genesis was not a film. Um, I I think it was. You know, like, from a typical moviegoer's point of view, if you're not, like, a fan of the original Terminators, and when I say original, I'm not including fucking Terminator 3 or Terminator Salvation in there. Uh, but I like, I like Salvation. It, it, I don't know. It, Salvation, it is, is Salvation is the best of any of the sequels after T2. I'll put it that way. Did you Fuck even watch the... Well, it's not Bell that made me like him. It was the other dude from fucking Clash of the Titans or whatever. Sam what the Rippen. fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. What's he do anymore? <laughs> he even still act? Uh, I haven't seen him since that. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think he was like being experimentally cast in A-list roles for a little while before before you know the Hollywood system kind of figured out that people didn't give a hell, you know give a shit about him. But, I think uh, I think he's 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 just a fucking uh, an extra in those fucking Magic Mike movies now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, he's all right. I mean, he's 
I'll put it this way, you know, like I, I, I confuse Sam Worthington and Jai Courtney a lot, uh, or I used to anyway. And at least he's better than Jai Courtney because Jai Courtney is just fucking the most wooden actor, you know, you could I could possibly imagine. And uh, seeing him play Kyle Reese, you know, compared to fucking even compared to Anton Yelkin, who fucking played young Kyle Reese and said Terminator mm-hmm. Salvation. He was way better as Kyle Reese than fucking Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney was just <coughs> man. I don't know. Just I don't know, man. But not casting Edward Furlong and casting that other dude, he was the worst fucking John Connor I think I, I, I could have ever pictured. That was just, it was fucking awful, dude. It's like, that whole movie, you know. That whole movie is fucking awful, let's be fair. It's not, I don't think that movie being awful is Nick Stahl's fault. Uh, I, I think that movie being awful is, you know, <laughs> you can chalk that up to the writer and director. Andrew. I told you, it doesn't fucking matter if Terminator 3 had a hot chick for the Terminator. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, I figured out what Sam Worthington's doing. He's not fucking acting in nothing for the next 10 years until 2019 because he's doing Avatar 2, 3, and 4. Oh, there you go. Fucking. I I can't believe they're going to make four of those motherfuckers, man. I mean, I can understand making one. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't know how in the fuck Avatar managed to be, like, the number one fucking biggest box office movie of all time. Like, beating out fucking Titanic. I don't understand that. Because it wasn't that great of a movie. It was really fun. Uh, it It was really fun. It was visually unlike anything anybody had ever seen before. Uh, it, it brought 3D to the fucking... It, you got you got to remember this was like the first big 3D summer blockbuster too, you know. Uh, well, I do have to admit it is the, about the only 3D movie that I was actually fucking reaching for the screen, going whoa I could touch that shit. It, it was about the only one. It's I I have an unhealthy respect for that movie. Um, not to say that I want to see three more of them, but. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I really respect that first film. I think Cameron did a great job with it. And uh, fucking... You, you just wanted to see Sigourney Weaver back in a fucking sci-fi picture. That was the <laughs> only reason you like that I movie. Just wanted to see, I just wanted to see fucking James Cameron directing a movie with fucking explosions again. And uh, I got that, so I was happy. Uh, no, I was wanting to have an interesting conversation with you about uh, about the aliens, dude. Like... Because you got fucking aliens, and then the one that come after it, and you kill like the two fucking dudes that was in the cryo tube. Alien but yet, three, yeah, yeah. But but yet, when it comes to like any fucking other mythology of aliens, from the fucking video games to the fucking comic books, those motherfuckers are still alive. They're still doing their thing. But then, in the third movie, it's just like they don't even exist. Like I, I was like, that's not cool. Right. Well, I mean, so they're. I guess they're getting rid of all that and bringing them fuckers back and just ignoring anything that come after aliens. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're retconning, uh, they're retconning Alien 3 and Alien 4. Uh, you know, they're, I, I, they're probably going to go the whole Super Mario Brothers 2 route. You know, Sigourney Weaver wakes up and it was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I expected fucking Arkham, Arkham uh, Knight to be about, man. Like, whenever that fucking video game ended, I'm like... You know, you could easily make a sequel and say that he was just fucking under fucking fear toxin or something. Yeah, you probably could. 
I, uh, what's, what's the new Alien movie called? Have they gave it a title yet? No, no, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Aliens versus Rambo. Aliens versus Rambo. There you go. Oh, That's... God. Here comes another WTFLOL spoof. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not doing anything from uh, 20th Century Fox. Did you hear about, that, <laughs> uh, did you hear about oh. that fan film that got shut down? No. no you, well, you was telling me a little bit about it, but uh, let the fans know what's going on there. You well, know what would uh, be awesome? A fan was, film about a fan film. Fan film about a fan film called Fan Film. There you go. Right? There you go. Um, no, I think it. Uh, the the idea was that uh, this uh, indie production company uh, was putting together an alien fan film, kind of a high profile fan film, like fairly high profile. Um, and they had they had actually gotten a couple of the actors. Uh, from aliens to come on board and agree to to reprise their roles from aliens um, and kind of like in a way retcon the story the same way the new alien movies kind of retconning mm-hmm. the story um, you know so that those characters that died in aliens like you know come back in the fan film or whatever the hell it is uh, yeah. and uh, the word was that Fox was behind it and they were like yeah do it We're, we support you and uh, not not fucking a week or two later, fucking you know, news hits the internet that uh, you know, of course, Fox came right after them and shut them down, and you know, cease and desisted their asses and so on and so forth. But uh, it was cool. It was supposed to be uh, K- K- uh, Carrie Hen who played uh, Newt, uh, the little girl that that they fucking drowned in the beginning of the third one. Uh, she was supposed to come back for the fan film and, uh, one of the other Marines was supposed to come back as well. But, uh, yep. 20th century. Speaking of fan films, I want to know about our man Lobo (laughs) singing total eclipse of the heart. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see that bad. Just, just wait. Just wait for the next uh, music video with uh, with Ash, Batman, and Lobo. Now, is it regular Batman or zombie Batman? Uh, it's going to have to be regular Batman because I don't think zombie Batman can do much singing. Yeah, with that jaw ripped off. You got sometimes you just got to take a break oh, and just watch this to make your day. Total heart. I'm sorry, I got the song wrong. Oh, it, it gets better every time you watch it, dude. And, and you know what's different about this than anything I've seen you do, Brian? What's that? It's in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> the only only other thing that I've seen you shoot in the daytime that I really fucking enjoyed was uh, was when uh, fucking Freddy Krueger walks out with his vape. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't shoot daytime very much, do I? You know what, what? what's really cool about this, too, is at the end of it, you show that fucking, like... I guess you're using a drone or something to shoot that, man, because, like, you can see the whole fucking, looks like, uh... Yeah, that's the set. The dump or whatever. Yeah, that is fucking it's cool. A, it's a drone shot. Um, it's a drone shot, and, uh, you, yeah, we, we, you basically, you see the entire, the entire, uh, salvage yard that we're shooting at, you know, lit up and everything like that. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about this dude you got cast as Lobo. This is a big motherfucker, or at least he looks like it on, on... On the screen there. He's a big motherfucker. 
<laughs> where, where, where do you find these? Big, where do you guys find these big motherfuckers to to play these these characters? <laughs> well, I mean, we've never we've never really had a character as big as Lobo, other than Jason, and uh, technically, it's 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 the same actor. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that that played Jason. So, that is, uh, whoever's doing the makeup, you gotta give them props because they're they're killing it. Yeah, it's uh, it's she's she's awesome, Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa Riga, I believe, is her last name. She's uh, she's doing all the makeup for this uh, for this show, and fucking she did a great job. We've got so many cool little effects in this one. Fucking, it's crazy. Like it's it's by far the goriest of, of any of the short films that I've done. It's like wall to wall blood and gore and eviscerations and all sorts How of good shit. How much longer do we have to wait for this masterpiece, <laughs> sir? <laughs> I would call or it a would trailer. Call, let's not call it a masterpiece just yet. Uh, no, I, uh, I, we're still shooting. It's fucking crazy. It's taken forever. We're, uh, we're shooting again, uh, Tuesday night and then Friday and Sunday. And then we have one or two pickups after that. And then we'll be done. It's probably, it's, the funny thing is, it's probably going to hit around the same time as uh, the actual official Evil Dead show. Right hey, on. Hey, I've got. Hey, I've got a. I've got an idea for an after credit scene. The Thriller dance, dude. <laughs> Just break out in the Thriller. Roll credits over top of them, doing Thriller. There you go. Biggie well, bam. There it is. Michael yeah, Jackson can't sue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, low blow. Lobo, <laughs> Lobo, Lobo, Lobo. Have Lobo have Lobo doing the fucking laugh at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I remember you you telling me about about uh, about wanting wanting to do the whole thriller dance just in the middle of fucking nowhere, but that yeah, didn't that, pan out. Yeah, that was originally part of the uh, the story. Uh, the Necronomicon was supposed to be like a little bit more of a character than it, 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 it still got some character in the final, in the final thing, but we were going to give it a little bit more character and actually like have it be part of the story a little more and have it be really mischievous and shit. And now, does uh, it look like the Necronomicon from the, uh, original evil dead series? Yeah. Awesome. So, so the original and not the, uh, the rebooted skin with uh, barbed wire on it. <laughs> yeah, not the not the rebooted Necronomicon. No, the original Necronomicon. But yeah, it was supposed to be uh, it was supposed to be a little more mischievous. And uh, one of the things it was going to do was it was going to make uh, it was going to make the entire uh, you know all the characters like break out into fucking uh, into a dance number, and it was going to be thriller. But uh, hey, maybe a few years down the road you can do that, but just do it like. Uh, like clerks did and just animate it. <laughs> just be like, yeah, we'll just throw this in for the hell of it. It's animated See, now. I still want to come down go. and be a fat zombie. <laughs> Deal, man. Next time we do one of these fucking zombie deals, for sure. I hate doing that, zombies. Such a pain in the ass. You know what I'm curious about with the, with the evil I'd be a fat vampire show. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering when the TV show drops, if it's going to gonna have like if it's gonna be related to the the reboot that they tried to do because i mean essentially they kind of kind of fit the both of those in with that after credit scene with fast just kind of rolling up being like groovy well so i think i think the rumor is that they're going to uh they're gonna kind of tie them both in together um but you know the evil dead continuity has always been sort of uh 
sorry, it's always been sort of wonky anyway, you know? Yeah, we talked we talked a little bit about this, like Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2, when you're younger and you don't understand the difference between they, the two. They seem like direct sequels, but they're not, yeah. Yeah, or or they, they seem like the same movie, except one's scary and one's funny. One fucking makes you go, oh shit, right. and the other makes you go, ah ha 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 ha. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I mean, basically, basically, the what it is is Evil Dead Two, like the first like twenty minutes of that movie are a retelling of Evil Dead One, just like slightly different, basically, like, oh, yeah. and then yeah, and then pretty much like, do you remember the bit where he like he gets like zoomed around the forest, and then he hits the tree, and then he falls yeah. into the puddle, and then he wakes up and he's he's evil possessed Ash. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the end of the first Evil Dead, the last shot is, like, is that bit where he gets, like, slammed by the, you know, by the uh, by the unseen evil force and, you know, whatever. And then the second one kind of picks up, like, you know, after that, after that sequence, it keeps going. And, you know, so it's like a remake and a sequel in one film, in a way. It's almost like Marty McFly's girlfriend just showing up out of nowhere and being like, hi, Marty, and him like, oh, hi, honey, and it's like not even the same bitch. It's like somebody completely different. Yep, tell me about I know all about that. <laughs> and then and then, then randomly seeing Marty McFly's parents and being like, that's not his dad. <laughs> just put him upside down. Nobody will notice. Yep, nobody will right, notice. So let's, let's, let's talk about a little controversy, guys. What have we got controversial? Well, I mean, let's see. Other than, than the killing joke becoming an animated feature, finally. That's not controversy. That's like the grave sakes of fucking sliced bread, bro. Yeah, and Mark <laughs> Hamill fucking announced that he's going to come back as Joker for that, too. I'm just oh, yeah. wondering I'm just wondering if Kevin Conroy is going to be Batman, because he's already said he wants to do it. Oh, fuck. Like you it, know he's going to be Batman. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's he's got to be Batman. If not, they're, they're fucking up big time. So is that going to be, technically, that'll be the first time since the animated series that Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, aside from Arkham, the Arkham games, that they've been together animated since the original animated series. I think so. No, you know what? Other, they brought them back for that Batman Beyond movie, so. Oh, yeah, they, they did bring them back for that, but. Oh, Return of the Joker. But I don't think they had any dialogue between each other, did they? Yeah, they did it they, during the flashback. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah like the true. best scene in the fucking movie. <laughs> you know? Fucking, uh, that's hardcore. That that was fucking, that was killer. I remember when I saw that. I loved that. Now now Tim Drake is fucking Batman Beyond in the comics. It's really fucked up. Oh, it's not uh, fucking, what, what's his name from the from the show, McGinnis? Terry McGinnis? Well, no, in, in Convergence, uh, Terry McGinnis went back in time. And uh, fucking got killed, and so Tim Drake fucking decided to put on the suit, and uh, he showed up to fucking help Batman, and somehow Batman just magically knew it was fucking Tim Drake, and then he went into the future, and the future was still fucked up, and and the whole world's just destroyed, and all the Justice League have become fucking brother eye monster zombie things and it's just all fucked up right now man they like they really fucking killed batman beyond for me with this convergence shit i like terry mcginnis i thought i thought he made a fucking awesome new addition to the whole rouser but no he's dead well it's interesting yeah I mean, but it's dc he'll come back so Probably. many of the best fucking additions to batman have been fucking pretty much because of like 
Paul Dini and fucking what's his name, the other guy from. You know, I did. I didn't like. I didn't like Damian Wayne for the longest time, man. But that uh, Batman versus Superman animated film really made me fucking like him. Mm. But, I mean, I I read the comic books and shit, but you know. I don't know the animated the animated show with the quarter owls and shit like that. You're man, talking about of, Batman versus Robin. Yeah, Batman versus Robin. Let's do Batman versus Superman. Yeah, fuck Batman versus Superman right now. We're talking <laughs> about that. <laughs> My bad, bitches. Come on. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know, man. I I kind of I kind of like like that whole Robin thing, but I still wish that fucking Damian Wayne would have stayed dead in the comics. Because I mean that's. They need to quit fucking killing people off and bringing them back. Like, Jason Todd should have stayed dead, too. What do you mean? Like, in Arkham Knight, when they, uh, spoiler, kill Batgirl and then bring her right fucking back at the end? What a... I, yeah, what a... Off. That pissed me off. It ain't a spoiler. The game's been out for fucking three weeks. Yeah, we spoiled the hell out of it already. If, if you well, actually the game we tried now, to. then you just need... You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they they really have been fucking really shitty about this game to people. Spe- all the people that play PC, they don't get to even play the rest of the game until, like, uh, end of August or some shit. And yeah. the DLC, like, I mean, I, I'm glad that they've given us DLC costumes and shit, but, I mean, that, that whole Batman or Batgirl DLC was just as short as everything else. Well, it wasn't. I thought it was longer, and I enjoyed it. It it was longer because you actually had to go and search for some of those fucking Joker boxes and shit like that. But I, I it was all right. It just I don't know. Didn't do it, it for left you. Me, no, it it just felt like I don't know. It feels like you paid thirty nine ninety nine for the season pass and they're going to release. He hasn't reached four. his bitching quota yet. That's what it is. Well, I mean, there's if there, if there's about. If there's four DLCs and each one of them are like five bucks a piece, it's five, ten, fifteen, twenty, and you paid ten dollars extra for DLC, so that doesn't that doesn't fit in. The only DLC well. I'm honestly excited about at all is the fucking uh, the eighty nine suit in the Batmobile. Yeah, boom, fucking yeah. a. Yeah, that made me excited too. I just wonder how the dynamics of the Batmobile be a little bit different. With yeah, the yeah, I'm wondering. Like, I hope they don't pull some fucking. Good bullshit like you can only use it on challenge maps or specially designed maps or some crap like that i think they announced that there'll be races and shit that you can do but as long as they give me the classic moment where i can fucking split the sides of the fucking batmobile and go down to the fucking alleyway i'm down i don't think they're giving you that <laughs> dude I, I remember when i first seen that yeah when i seen batman returns and that happened i thought that was the stupidest fucking shit ever but I was the first one to buy the fucking toy that split apart. I was like, oh, are you cool. kidding me? I loved that bit in the movie. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was great. I'm one of those rare, rare people that still loves the Tim Burton Batman movies. Like, I, I, I still think even Batman Returns, I think, is fantastic. I, you know, they're not good sure. Batman movies in the sense that like they do the comics any justice, but as purely cinematic experiences. They're fucking yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love the both. Vito of them, did man. a killer fucking penguin. Yes, he did. Dude, they those movies Cat were Woman's intense. iconic. They those movies were really intense, really iconic. Fucking, uh, you know, I, 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 for for my money, yeah, yeah, you know, even though Batman never, you know, or not never, but 
you know, his big motto is that he doesn't kill and this and that. The way Tim Burton handled it, I thought was, I bought it more in a weird way. Because, like, he presented Batman, Bruce Wayne Batman, as basically a psychopath, <laughs> you know? And, like, you buy that. It's like, okay, this guy's out of his mind. He dresses up like a bat at night. And occasionally he kills people because he gets a kick out of it, which he does in those in those first two films. He fucking kills the shit out of a lot of people in those first two movies, actually. Yeah. Yes, he does. He does, man. Fucking, uh, I mean, in the first one, forget about the fact that he kills the Joker at the end of the film. But in the, in the, uh, in the second one, there's this bit, uh, I, I still remember it clear as day. There's this bit in the second one where he's, like, fighting this, like, big, like, circus wrestler guy. And he fucking straps, a, like, a pack of dynamite to him and fucking, <laughs> like, knocks that. him over the side and blows him up. And he's like, and he laughs about it to himself afterwards too. He like grins like happily, you know. <laughs> well, hell, when he, he oh, destroyed yeah. the Joker warehouse, his fucking Batmobile dropped four little bombs off the side of the tires and blew the whole facility up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Since, like he's fucking. He's... Speaking, speaking Tim Burton Batman films. Let's take a moment of silence for Bob the Goon. Yeah, poor Bob the Goon. <laughs> uh, Bob Gunn. Gonna need a moment uh, of silence, boys. Bob <laughs> Yep. Yeah, man. Fucking I, those those movies were. I mean, those were like fucking you know instrumental oh, to like. Oh, I have the '89 Batman on special double disc Blu-ray with magnetic uh, uh, case, and it's it's really really pretty. Here you go, Drac. You ready for that moment of silence? All right. <laughs> well, you. I got a lot of shit for that, for using the fucking 20 second clip in memory of Bob the Goon. <laughs> I, I think I had I had to dispute the copyright like twenty times in order to get them to finally say it's okay. You can use it. Just not on this podcast. Fuck them. This podcast is non-profit. We're not making no money here. <laughs> oh, in order, and hell, they play it at high schools and and public functions all the time. Yeah, and then they play that Sarah McLaughlin song on that dog commercial about the. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> they probably paid for the rights to use it in the dog commercial. I'm waiting for Joe Schumacher to give Brian hell and be like, why the fuck you making fun of Seal? <laughs> no. why, why you got to do that? You know, I'm, my heart was broken this week. I mean, it was absolutely devastated when my childhood hero turned out to be a racist bastard. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. Big news down in Florida, ain't that where he lived at? Yeah, I mean it's all over the fucking news. He, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have an old '90s Hogan action figure at work, and I was I was ashamed. I had to take it down. I was like, oh man, what's the wrong person sees this? This is promoting racism. So here I am, I had to take my one of my favorite toys. Did you when hear? I was a kid. Did you hear his like? 
explanation of, about it. Like he, he was on some radio show and he was trying to explain his use of the word. And it was really uh, fucking painful to listen to. He's like, Ugh. you guys keep talking. I've got you. Oh, you you got to see, you got his wrestling theme song coming up. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. Aaron, you're going to make me cry. I am a real American. It hurt inside, right? This he's going to up in his ass now. You know that. Man, from what I what I've seen, man, all the there's a lot of people supportive of him. I mean, Rowdy Roddy Piper came out and said, uh, said "Oh no, don't say Rowdy Roddy, Roddy Piper supporting him. I had to take that action figure down next." Yeah, Virgil supporting him. I've got a Virgil action figure I can put on your desk and replace Hulk Hogan if you need me to. Thank you, buddy. And I mean, like even Dennis Rodman come out and said, "said Man, ain't, ain't nobody, ain't nothing racist about Hulk Hogan." I mean, you know, these days with media the way it is, and 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 you know the internet and all that stuff, like. It's real easy to to get caught at a bad time saying the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Like I didn't hear I didn't hear exactly what he said. Like I I don't know how overboard he went, but I can imagine a situation where you know, he was maybe caught at the wrong time, you know, venting maybe about something, I don't know. You know, I I couldn't tell you. Who the hell recorded this shit? It was only sex tape. Oh. Yeah, he had a sex tape, and he was he was complaining an awful lot. Oh, that's just that's oh, just nasty. that sex that's tape came out a long ass time ago. Yeah, I know, but they, just, they 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 had to they had to present it or something, so uh, they had to actually transcribe it all. It's called a night on Viagra. Why I'll tell you what, because Stone Cold said so, and that's the bottom line. Why? Because Stone Cold said so. Thank you very much, you son of a bitch. I knew we'd get that in there somehow, Drac. Oh, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Andrew, shut the fuck up. I've told you enough. We do not care if you lived close to Hulk Hogan in Florida. <laughs> What's he laughing about? Tell him you smacked the fucking stone coat off of him. He said he used to watch him put fucking Just For Men in his beard, in his mustache. <laughs> Oh, it's it's a sad, sad day. So, a part of me wishes that Hulk Hogan could have just uh, just bit the dust before all this happened, so he would have stayed a legend. Now hey, he's going to be. It's like Harvey Dent said, man. You either you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And there it is. There it is. Guys, I actually have to call it an early night tonight. I know it's uh, I know it's only three a.m. <laughs> only. <laughs> only. I must be lonely. <laughs> but this is, uh, this is where I leave. Uh, <laughs> this is where I leave you two gentlemen uh, for the rest of the journey. We're gonna take the magic journey. Magic well, journey. Well, before we go, you know, I want to spend a special shout out to. Uh, Homeboy of mine passed away here in the past week, a real hero. My boy Scott Free, we did music with him with TRC uh, for a long time. And uh, this past week, he uh, 
you know, he uh, he passed away by saving the, saving the lives of four of his family members and attempting to save the life of his grandmother in a flash flood. And, uh, you know, and, you know, we just, you know, our hearts are out to his family and stuff. And, you know, he touched a lot of lives and he's great. He's going to be greatly missed. You can actually check out some of his stuff on SoundCloud right now. Right. If you have an Android device, you can download it all, man. I'm sorry to hear about that, guys. Thanks a lot, brother. But it would be a good time to wrap up the podcast and give a shout-out to uh, Big Old Box of Stuff. That's Let right. them know. Uh, yeah, man. Rob's been posting some stuff on Facebook, man. He's got some uh, really awesome uh, Marvel chess pieces that he's putting in some of the boxes. So look out for some of those. So lucky subscribers can get those man and 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 i've also seen a couple of deloreans and actually a funko pop uh tardis delorean Uh, you say yeah he he bought a ton of deloreans and if you uh go go to a big old box of stuff and sign up and fill out his survey of stuff that you like and just put back to the future chances are you might get one of those deloreans because he is all He's, yeah, he is all about uh, getting you what you want and not what's just everybody else is getting. I mean, you fill the stuff out, say what you like, and he'll have a whole box, a big old box of stuff. Big old box of stuff. stuff. (laughs) Don't forget to uh, check us out at uh, comicbookjerk.com. That's right, comicbookjerk.com, which hasn't been updated in over two weeks. But once we get the podcast up, you'll see us there. And our boy Brian uh, Rosenthal at WTFLOL. What is it, 82? Yep, youtube.com forward slash WTFLOL82. And on Facebook, WTFLOL YouTube. That's right. Well, for this week's podcast... This is the comic book jerk, Fat Daddy Drack, and Brian Rosenthal signing out. And remember, if you ain't getting that thing, then there's somebody else is getting that thing. So you better just go on and get that thing. Yeah. That's right. From the flamers and noobs who were trolling the fans The midichlorian masterminds concocted a plan Before he had an emporium of Endorian L's And he was complaining about those movies starring Christian Bale Anime's manga mastermind returned again To reboot his new show with all his geeky friends Like the difference in Wookiees and Tribbles and Kibbles and Bits The story comes together like a reductor twist from Harry Potter Or maybe it's worse, you might even curse the jerk For reminding you that everything's worse In the back of your mind he says what you never could And you never should and you never would But he could so listen up, troll, and let's go. It's time to sit back and watch a comic book jerk show. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.